name is Francine Scaboria and I work at Safe Berks. Safe Berks is the nonprofit in Berks County which serves survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. We offer our services for free, they're confidential, and they're available 24 hours a day. Uh, our services are also available in English, Spanish, or in any other language needed. And now I want to thank our guest today is Jay Mahoney, who is a dedicated board member at Safe Berks. Welcome, Jay. Thank you very much, Francine. Yeah, it's really an honor to be here. Uh, well, it's, it's my honor <laughs> to get to interview you. And uh, we've gotten to meet so many times at meetings, but I wanted to just start by saying, tell us a little bit about you and how you got involved with Safe Berks quite okay. a few years back. Well, first of all, I'm an insurance uh, broker, an insurance producer. Uh, I work for Gallon Insurance in Shillington, Pennsylvania. I've uh, been there a number of years. It's not my first career. I retired for a while and got into insurance, uh, frankly, <clears throat> by accident. Okay. Like, a lot happens like that in life, <laughs> believe me. Uh, I've been doing it for a number of years, and um, I enjoy what I do. It involves me meeting a lot of people and helping people, right. uh, which I, I feel very proud of, the fact yeah. that I can help people. Great. And it was actually your work in insurance that led you <coughs> to meet with um, Safe Berks back when it was Berks Women in Crisis? That is correct. Okay. I was the uh, insurance agent that handled that account. <coughs> and um, I can remember the first time that uh, I went to see some of the employees in the safe house, which in those days was uh, a row home on, on uh, Fifth. Um, and, um, you know, there are certain things in life that all of us remember certain dates, certain things that occur in our life. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the day that John Kennedy was assassinated and where I was and what I was doing at the time and the same, uh, I remember where I was when the, the Twin Towers were, were attacked. And I remember the first time that I uh, uh, came across the issue as it relates to Berks Women in Crisis at the time, now Safe Berks, when they asked me to go to the safe house, which was, as I said, was on Fifth, and it was a row home. It was uh, kept very, very uh, private. No one knew it was there. They weren't supposed to know it was there because it was supposed to be a safe house. And they asked me to go over there and speak to some of the staff uh, about the insurance program that I was putting in place. And um, I went to the front door and uh, the, they had a camera so they saw it was me and I told them who I was and they buzzed me in the front door. And then an employee came and opened up the second door to allow me to uh, come in. And the thing that, that uh, really started my uh, reason for working with the Berks Women in Crisis Safe Berks was the fact that I, when I walked in the door, it was the sitting room of the row home. And there wasn't an inch of space that wasn't taken up by uh, the women and the children that uh, were in the safe house at the time. There was no room and there was really nothing for them to do. It's, they sat there and, and the thing that uh, really got to me was the, uh, the, the look in the, the eyes of the children um, there were many children there. Some of them were sitting on the floor because there wasn't room for them to sit on a chair. Um, and the, the uh, fear in their faces of the unknown, what's going to happen to me? Who's going to take care of me? Why am I here? Um, and I actually can remember seeing some of the result of some of the uh, abuse that these women uh, had uh, by some bruises I could actually see on their faces. So that left a indelible mark on me as it relates to uh, knowing that I had to do whatever I could to help out with this organization, which is a phenomenal organization um, in, in the uh, Berks area. It also certainly takes people from many other 
part of the state. Uh, so that's really the reason why I got so involved in this. Uh, it was very traumatic for me. And I have four children and nine grandchildren. And when I looked at these kids back then, uh, I, I, I thought of my own children and my own grandchildren. And uh, thankfully, none of them had to be put through what these children were being put through. And I thought I got to do something to help out. So that's how I got involved. I, I appreciate you telling that story because I think that in all of our lives, we have these <coughs> moments where you encounter something that touches your heart so deeply. Like you said, you couldn't do nothing. That's you, right. You had, you felt compelled to get involved and then you did. Yes. And you've been a board member at Safe Berks for how long, Jay? Uh, I'm in my 10th year. Yeah, great. Uh, I've been reelected to the board on several occasions. Uh, it was kind of funny this year. I wasn't sure whether I was, if it was the end of my term. And uh, one of the ladies that handles the uh, governance committee corrected me and said, you agreed to do another three years back in July. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll be on the board for another couple of years. Uh, but it's been a wonderful experience. Uh, we have a, a marvelous board, uh, very involved, very, yes. very involved. And the interesting thing about our board was when I first came on the board many, 10 years ago, um, and my first board meeting was not in the building we're in now. The offices were downtown. I think on 4th over uh, between uh, right around Washington and um, myself and another gentleman Jim Gavin who's an attorney here in Reading sat at one end of the long table and uh, we were the only two men there and uh, as I recall and Jim might want to dispute this I think he leaned over to me and said Jay do you think we belong here and I said we belong here Jim we were the only two men in the room and I'm happy to say now out of the 20 board members there are seven men on the board yeah yeah, and you know, it's exactly something I wanted to ask you about is as, you know, a man helping with this cause, what would you say to other men out there who maybe they might want to help? Maybe they want to volunteer, maybe they want to serve on the board, they want to learn more. You know, is there a need for, you know, to, to get more men involved in this issue? Absolutely, yeah. because it's, it's, a, it's a, an issue that all of us should be involved in, not just Burke's Women in Crisis, and that was one of the reasons why the name was changed. Right. Because Burke's Women sounded like it was just for women, but it's not. It's, it's for the whole community. Uh, there are children, and sometimes there's, there's men. Right. Um, so yes, men should be very involved. Yeah. We should be a part of the, the organization, still run by women, women, because the majority of the people that we serve are women and children. Right. So uh, I do think men need to be a part of it. Right. And uh, uh, the more we get involved as men, that should rub off on the rest of the community. That's what I feel too. Yep. And for you know, men like yourself who feel strongly that no person should ever be abused. Absolutely and no know one. that in your heart. For the men to be saying that in your loud, strong voices <laughs> along with women, you know, I feel like that is really helping our society move forward um, with everyone understanding that, that everyone deserves to be safe. So No one can turn their back on that kind of a situation, right. man or woman. Yes. We should all be involved to stop it as best right. we possibly can. Right. And uh, I think the more that we get that word out and the more people get involved, uh, the sooner there won't be a need. I don't think right. that'll ever happen, yeah. but that would be the ideal. We'd love to put ourselves out of business, yes, right? Right. Absolutely. But until this is over, till there's no abuse, we'll be there. And what I wanted to ask you also, as someone who had that point of view of being on the board for the past ten years, our building, our incredible building at 255 Chestnut, which is not a secret location because it's a secure building, 
uh, was, I believe, opened in 2012, Correct. about six years ago. Yep. So you would have been on the board prior, during, and after. That's so right. Tell me a little bit about the work involved in getting this new building built. Well, the major part of that whole situation, the dream is there, okay? Right. We knew that we had to get a facility that certainly was a heck of a lot better than what the safe house was. The bathroom didn't work. The sewer pipes in the basement were busted. The place was horrible. Uh, the offices where the administration was, was held, they were, it was old and, and needed a lot of work. So we knew that we had to do something like that. The whole issue behind that thing is to raising the money. That's what we need. Yeah. Uh, we can have the dreams, we can build the buildings, but we need the support of the community to do that kind of thing. And nobody should turn their back on the problem. Nobody should say, well, it's not my problem. Yes, it is. It's your problem because we're all a part of the community. We're a part of the village, as they say. Yes. And we have the yes. responsibility to do something to correct that issue. Nobody should be abused. No one, man, woman, or child. And uh, it breaks my heart when I see that. So, yes, it's, uh, the important thing is to raise the money, to get the funds, to support uh, Safe Burks, and to improve our facility and possibly even have another one if we need it, you know, that kind of thing. So you, as a board, you worked with the community and raised millions of dollars yes. through the capital we had campaign. A campaign. We had yeah. a capital campaign right. uh, and we, we spoke to everybody and uh, got as much money as we possibly could and did fairly well. Yeah. We still have a, a substantial amount of mortgage outstanding, which right. uh, we're certainly trying to, uh, you know, raise money to take care of and uh, right. we'll be running another capital campaign for that issue too. Yeah. Right. So. But you got the building built. You got yep. the enough funding to yes, get the we building did. We built. We got enough funding and now to build the building. Try to pay it off yep. completely. Yep. But that's wonderful. Yep. And as someone who came into Safe Brooks a year ago, and I've never worked in any other building, I just want to say it is it is a great building. It is a beautiful building. Because you building. put together the safe house <clears throat> with the legal department, with the counseling department, with the office staff, all in one building. Yes. So clients don't have to go to one place for legal advice, another place for counseling, another place to sleep you know, the office people running around, everybody's in one location, right. which is great. Yeah, it's very so, good. Um, I do want to thank you for joining us today, and I want to thank uh, everyone who, who is listening, and if you would like to find more information about Safe Burks, um, we certainly would appreciate your help as a volunteer or a donor, or if you are someone who is looking for our services, please contact us. And more information is available at www.saferks.org. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. This is the place you start. Visit us at saferks.org or by calling 610-373-1206.